Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. I am PJ, and sitting in front of me once again is PK. Boom. But, but we don't have anybody else with us today. No, it's just us. It's <laughs> just, just us today. Sorry, we know bom, the bom. we know the people we bring on are so much more professional and wonderful than us. <laughs> no, nah, we. I enjoy this. This is always fun, and and uh, we get to have these open and honest conversations, and we also get to hear from you. Yeah. At diversityonahill at gmail.com, diversity with the C for the first time listener. We're also glad you're joining us today. But you can also follow us on Instagram. Where, PJ? In, uh, in uh, diversity on a hill. Yeah, that's right. Same place. It's all the same. I almost got confused. It was so simple, I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, if you listen to the show and you don't subscribe yet, please subscribe. And I've heard, I don't even know if it does or not, but mm-hmm. I listen to other podcasts and they're always saying, please write a review and give us stars. It really helps. Rate and review it. It helps. Yes. I, I guess it helps. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not a professional in that. All I know is that we talk and have fun. Yeah. Something I have been enjoying is that I've had a couple people who've been emailing me back and forth about things and having a dialogue. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's been wonderful. Hey, let me ask you a question before we get into the the main subject. Let's do it. Well, first off, I want to apologize. I said I was going to try to post a picture while I was driving on my trip. But I'm glad you didn't because you're driving. I totally forgot. And I was driving because I was looking go. at the timetable <laughs> of my pictures of the last picture I took. Because we had just left White Sands, New Mexico, which, by the way, is beautiful. It's pretty awesome. It sounds beautiful. Dude, it's awesome. It's amazing. It's like, And I tried to take pictures, but pictures do, do not do it justice. Anyways, we were driving from White Sands to our next place. So I was driving, and I couldn't take a picture. But oh. I forgot anyways. So sorry to you listeners if you're somehow just on pins and needles waiting for the diversity on a hill picture of where I was driving. You know, one thing about our listeners is mm-hmm. that they're gracious. Oh, they they're, understand, they're awesome. you know, our, our ground rules right. and they're fantastic. So we appreciate your understanding. And at the same time, maybe some other time PJ could share maybe a picture or two from the trip. Well, you could go to my personal uh Instagram, because I put is. lots of pictures there. What's your personal Instagram? Jay Montes, J-M-O-N-T-E-S. There you go. Yeah. Follow me there. Cool. Yeah, yeah there, it, there it is. Put a plug there for... Yeah. But by the way, if they've been listening this long to us, they are for sure gracious. <laughs> they obviously put up with lots of mistakes if they're listening to us for this long. Uh, yeah. it's, been, it's, it's been great. Okay. So I have a question for you. Ask away. YouTube. Okay. You, you watch YouTube from time to time, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. What is it with the algorithms of the videos it shows you? That is such a great question. I do not know. Because it'll show just some random video. Yes. That I've never shown any interest in. Yeah. But I click on it and I start showing interest. Does it know me or (laughs) is it manipulating me? I want to know which one. Is it knowing or is it manipulating? Well, they say that computers can... Know us better than we know ourselves. In Ooh, some that's cases. scary. I've, I've heard that. I mean, I don't know how much truth there is to that, right? But yeah. um, I, I guess, I don't know. You, you know what, what gets me with that whole algorithm thing as well? Hmm. Google. Google. Like if you have the Google app yeah. and um, they give you like news yeah. that's popping up. Well, if you Google like something about homes or whatever, it just 
starts populating a lot of that information if you if you follow stocks if you've been following yeah. what's happening with the stimulus I or whatever that. It's just, yeah but it's it just like they do it right so mm-hmm. you'd assume that a, a video application no no, no i know same. youtube does it i know they do it but what's weird is this this random like i've never looked into like scams oh gotcha and all gotcha, of a sudden there's gotcha. this scam video yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i click on it and I start watching, and all of a sudden, I've watched 20 videos <laughs> on these guys catching scammers. I got I've, you now. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like something you didn't even yeah. express interest in, and then it pops up, and then it is it does become interesting. And then all of a sudden, I'm down this rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just want to know, does it know me, or am I being manipulated? That's a question I'd like to, to know. Yeah. Am I that easily manipulated that no. I see some random 10-second video, and all of a sudden, I'm watching 20-minute videos on it later? No, I don't think so, but I... You know, I got caught in in something similar uh-huh. um, in exercise videos, like guys that are you know ripped and yeah. and they're doing these exercises, like it'll help with this, that, or the other. And I started watching. I got. I have I noticed your arms are just getting jacked. No, I don't know about that. Dude, That's it must actually, be the videos. It's actually fat. But the point Not, is, yeah. um, uh, there have been some stretches and stuff uh-huh. that I've been doing that have helped, like with my lower back tightness and that kind of stuff. So I don't know if we're being influenced or. This is how the YouTube algorithms work, but you know, hopefully our listeners aren't getting caught up in this. I, I just know I went down a couple rabbit holes on my vacation, like at night before <laughs> I went to sleep, and I got less sleep because I went down some algorithm rabbit holes <laughs> of videos that I had never planned to watch. Well, I mean, you, you learn something new every day, so you could, you could chalk yeah. it up to yeah, that. I, well, I did learn some stuff. It, the videos were fascinating. There you go. Yeah. I just, I'm just mad that they, <laughs> that they got me. That they got I lost sleep on vacation because these <laughs> dumb algorithms telling me that I'm interested in something that I have never been interested in. Uh, and now I'm interested. Well, maybe you could share with somebody else. Steve, eh, I don't know if they're that great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody. We are happy to be with you this week. This week we're yes, going to we tackle some of the stuff that's in the news, some, some serious stuff that actually might... Oh, uh, you know, the the big event that was a couple weeks ago was the, the shooting. Yeah. Shooting right near us in our backwoods here in Atlanta, uh, Georgia. I'm, I'm only, I only live an hour away. You live a couple hours away. And so we're going to talk about that because that's actually going to uh, intersect a couple things that we've been talking about. So we will be back shortly after this small music interlude. We're back. Yes, we are. All right. So I'm I'm assuming by now everyone's heard the story. It's been just blowing up. And part of the reason it's been blowing up is that a portion of this story had been blowing up earlier with some more racial overtones of stop Asian hate. Yes. So that's been in the news lately, and we were gonna tackle that and 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 here we are. Yeah. It came faster than we expected. Yeah. But it also intersected with what we have been talking about, which is so wild. Mm-hmm. So yeah. take cu- us there, Pete. I don't want to get ahead. Well, a couple different things. So, well, first off, let's start off with with the Asian uh, hate portion of this. Over the past few, maybe month or so or over that, we've start been starting to see some videos of people attacking Asians mm-hmm. and basically some hate crimes or some, some crimes that seem to be 
directed towards Asians, right? Right. And, and many of them have been. We, I've seen videos of people uh, saying some pretty bad things towards Asians and telling them to go back home or you oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. blaming them for the virus. And we touched on this a while back ago when we talked about some of the, the racial things in the, in the black community, yep. how there had been Asians who had been targeted because of the coronavirus and That's because correct. of uh, derogatory things said to them because of that. Mm -hmm. and so, some have even been killed, like they're attacked mm. and then they've been killed. And ever since the virus, if, if the uh, information I investigated serves me right, mm -hmm. um, has increased. Okay. Um, I think, uh, I don't, I don't want to say the numbers because I'm not right. fully sure, but they're saying that it has increased exponentially okay. ever since the virus, the uh, attack on Asian, on the Asian community. Okay. So, so here we are. Now we're dealing with an, another racial group that's dealing with racism. And uh, I think we need to talk about that a little bit and, and kind of how that's affecting and, and where we think that's coming from. How are we processing this? How are we dealing with this? So, so let me ask, yeah. do you want to go by linking it to what we've been talking to first and then going and talking about the uh, hate against Asians? Or do you want to start with that and then intersect it with what we've been talking about? Well, I, I guess I guess we can go to the shooting. Is okay. that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, because because the shooting happened uh, with some particular undertone. Yeah, well, there was two there was two components here. So first off, when when the shooting first happened, it happened in some some spas. Yeah, that were in the Atlanta area. Eight. Yeah, that's eight correct. of the ten victims, or was it right, six of the away. eight? No, eight eight, eight died. And then yeah. one was injured and they found another person. That was yeah, injured. but how many of those were Asian? Oh, six. You're right. Six of those mm -hmm. were Asian. Mm -hmm. And so in it, I guess in the Atlanta area, a lot of those uh, spas and massage places mm -hmm. are known for Asian people being working or owning them. Right, right. And so since six of the eight were Asian, I think one was Hispanic. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the last one was. I, 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 don't I did hear that one was Hispanic. Mm -hmm. There was immediately the reaction of stop Asian hate. This is directed towards Asians. Right. And all that. W was that your original thought? Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, you, you would think so. Yeah. Um, because they were the ones targeted. Like all mm -hmm. three of the establishments were all Asian owned. Mm -hmm. So you would assume that it was an attack on Asian people. Yeah. And as, as the news progressed, uh, they obviously caught, caught the man or yeah, boy right. or whatever mm -hmm. and uh his reaction they asked i guess he, he said he was just targeting them because he had a sexual a uh, problem yes addiction uh, a, a sexual addiction with pornography and all those kind of things and that mm -hmm. i guess the news came out that he was attacking those as a result of that he was he was suspecting that those places were places of irrepute Right. Which to me is an interesting thing because just because it's a massage parlor or a spa, do you think that was a valid? I, I don't know about the validity of it. I, yeah. I do understand that they have the stereotype of having um, uh, what they call the ability to, to receive, quote unquote, happy endings. Mm. Right. And at the end of these massages. So when you think... Well, some some massage parlors and some spas have been fronts for 
these type of situations. And right. I want to be careful that we don't lump them all in there. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not all. This is the reputation, like the, the track record that some people give mm-hmm. based on what they've heard mm-hmm. is that all of them do this. But no, not all of them do that. Yeah. Right. Um, but you look at, at the circumstance, then is it uh, like like your question, is it a valid excuse to me? It, it, there is never a valid excuse. No, 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 no. For, it's not a I'm valid not saying- excuse. It, do you think his... Do you think the fact that he was saying it wasn't race-related, but it was sex-related, I, I guess valid is the wrong word. Do you um, think that was his true motivation, or was there a racial motivation? Or does it even matter if there was a racial motivation? Well, there had to be some sort of link mm-hmm. why he targeted the Asian establishments. Mm-hmm. Um could it be just the part of town he was in? I, I mean, I don't know. And and so here's the thing. I first off, terrible thing. Shouldn't mm-hmm. have happened. I don't care who was involved, what right. was involved. This, th- these are tragedies. Yeah. I, I guess why I'm bringing this up is because some people started to say, you see, it wasn't race related. It was a sexual thing that it was related to. Right. And then other people are saying, no, he still attacked Asians. He was stereotyping Asians. Right. And so it's still a a crime against the Asian culture. Right, right. I mean, again, I, I don't know if it's going to be as easy to separate one from the other. Mm. And the reason why I say that is if the excuse was his sexual addiction led him to behave the way that he did, mm-hmm. then the idea is the shame and the guilt that you felt, you went and you took it out on what we would assume you have been influenced to think. Mm-hmm. So either you were watching pornography that that was related to Asian women, mm-hmm. or you were probably watching um, anime that that had some of that, right? So so there was something that led him to think, if I'm going to quote unquote get revenge or you know deal with my guilt or my shame and 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 find retribution for the wrongs that I, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then you went and you target an Asian, like it's hard to to separate both like it's hard just to take one from the other so so though i want to try to to pull the layers back and say you know this is probably what led to it and what have you it is extremely difficult to conclude unless you have a conversation with him and even then you're not sure no, uh, because they did the have truth. a conversation with him and, exactly and they're they're not believing his motivation exactly necessarily. exactly so to, to me, it's just hard to separate one from the other. So is it an opportunity for the Asian population to to rise up now and and uh, and I guess give the message that Asian lives matter <laughs> as well now? Like, well, it, I was, mean, it was already happening. Right. Right. We were but, already in the middle of this. And this just kind of was another another layer. Correct. On another layer in the onion, per se, yeah, you know, another right. layer in this in this thing that brings tears and pains and and, and all these kind of things. Exactly. So, yeah, but I also want to be careful that we're fair to the whole story. I always want to be fair to the whole story. Sure. And I also don't want to discredit other people's opinions or, you know, kind of their own experiences and mm-hmm. diminish those. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, this was directed towards these spas, whether he knew they were Asian or not. He probably did. I would, mm-hmm. I, I'm, but I'm also making assumptions, yeah. <laughs> and no, I got. I, I, I want to be careful that I don't make assumptions. So it was. It was very, this very interesting tension as these stories came out because mm-hmm. first it was well, this is directed towards Asians, and then there was the sexual component, right? 
and then those kind of two have intersected with kind of stuff we've talked about a lot yeah. lately yeah. is the race and the sexual component. And yeah. <laughs> here we are, this perfect storm of this crime that's committed yeah. with with kind of both these undertones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just shows how ugly all of it is. Yes. Right? Yeah, no question. And it, it was just very interesting. And I'm not I'm not sure quite how to process this all yet as the story continues to to kind of unfold. Yeah. And so, you know, personally, I do think there were some racial undertones. Mm -hmm. I do think there was some, some, probably like you said, something going on there, some sexualization or some, some stereotyping of the, of the people who were doing that, you know, business. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously there were still some sexual things there because I mean, why else would he say that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Again, he could have just also been misleading mm -hmm. to try to find sure. an excuse for, you know, why he did what he did and just gave that that I mean, does, excuse. Does excuse so. really matter at that point in time? He's done. no, he's done for. Right, right. I'm so, just curious. I'm right, curious. no. So, so what I'm getting at is, yeah. um, it's going to be hard mm -hmm. to separate what the motives were, right? Because he's saying one thing, but then you specifically targeted a, a, a particular place, right? Mm -hmm. Why didn't he go and shoot up a strip club? Mm. Which seems to make more sense. Exactly. Yeah. You know. But no, because we know exactly what's happening there. Exactly, but no, he didn't do that. Yeah, right. So, so these are the things that, and we're not giving anyone ideas. We're just saying. <laughs> Hope not. Uh, we're just saying, you know, there could have been. If we're giving you ideas and you're listening to this podcast, stop listening <laughs> and go get help, please, please. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's hard to 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 separate that because yeah. you could have targeted other establishments that are known for this kind of activity and behavior that he didn't, mm -hmm. and for whatever which reason he chose not to. Yeah, and you know this is this is just it's difficult processing yet another shooting. Mm -hmm. You know, and this time, um, which by the way, there's been another shooting in a grocery store that. Yep, wasn't race well, doesn't seem. It wasn't race related, but right. So now the conversations terms. are, you know, going to do we need some kind of gun control now? Like, stronger, Ooh, me and stronger. you need to talk about this. And because I but, know that we sit a little bit differently. on Yes, this. we do. But that's for another episode. And I think you'd be surprised who sits where. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying you might be surprised. So <laughs> the, the concept <laughs> is there's all of this, you know, happening yeah. and, and it's so difficult. Like the more I investigated it, um, the more outraged i became yeah like and and it feels different though because i'm not asian yeah. i don't have any asian family i mean i have asian friends yeah uh, my first roommate was asian you know that kind of situation um but it, it it was like indignation for their race you know why do you have to continue having to go through this experience when okay. you hear what they're saying and you, and i even know some of my own stereotypes mm-hmm like when walking into Walmart and you look into, you get that scent of uh, nail polish and the immediate oh, gotcha. thought process is it has to be an Asian establishment. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's just one of not, those things. Not the Walmart, but you're saying the smell because you think of nails. And right, the right, right. And the correct, correct. Okay, gotcha. So I'm saying like I, I even started to, to do a little bit of self-reflection yeah. and saying, you know, how do you see Asians? Right. Right. Um, and, and that's always an interesting one to me. We're sidebarring this a little bit, but like the stereotypes. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I, I always, I guess I'm not as sensitive to, to stereotypes as I probably should be. 
Because mm-hmm. I know I have these stereotypes. I, I, yeah. To be honest with you, the three last nail shops that my my daughter and wife went into were Asian-owned. Yeah. And so what do you do with that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's weird because uh, I don't want to stereotype it, but it's kind of what the last three I've seen. Mm-hmm. And, and then some of the uh, appropriations uh, as it pertains to The Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, Apu is the one who owns the Quickie Mart, you know, kind sure. of situation. And there's that idea uh, when it comes to certain gas stations and how they operate. And then you automatically think a certain race, right? So there's that challenge. But then, you know, as I was watching one video in particular that really just, that was the one that really like pushed my buttons, was an Asian... A person saying, you know, we're Americans too. Mm -hmm. We were born and raised here. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not talking about born and raised overseas in Asia. And then. So we're talking about third and second and third generation. Yes. You know, and it's like, man, like, like, it's just, it's just so baffling and so challenging to see how, how this has evolved and how deep this goes. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they were saying, you know, we don't get the coverage. Like the media doesn't cover our stories. Mm. So because the media doesn't cover our stories, it's hard for people to know what's happening to us. Mm. And and then I, I, I take that and I shift now a little bit even more and I'll take it home, mm. right? And I look at our churches mm-hmm. and how, you know, we we haven't really delved into fully into this whole, uh, I guess, people go to different churches with different preferences, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea is it, it's hard to find an Asian person in what I would say any of our mainstream, even Adventist churches, a lot of them have their own right. um, congregations because of. But we see that across, we see that across all the races. Though. Yes. And I do, yes. I do think we do see actually less Asians than others represent represented. I don't know if I brought this up before. But anyways, finish your thought. No, no, no. I, I'm just getting at the point um, that when I was in Georgia, in, yeah. in my previous district before mm-hmm. transitioning, um, we had an Asian family. Mm-hmm. And they were there for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and then they weren't anymore. Mm-hmm. They went to another church, right? Um, and what gets me is how difficult it is when, in a dream scenario, I guess for me, I'm going to speak personally, to be able to have a church that is not just diverse because we have different races that attend the church, mm-hmm. but that the service is actually diverse. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. And, and, I, and, and <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see a truly multicultural church that's blended all the cultures that God has, has blessed us with. Mm-hmm. I do think part of the reason why that's tough is that, I know I'm, I'm speaking for myself as well as a, as a minority. Mm-hmm. We tend to want to hold on to our culture and not lose that. Right. Even more when we migrate. Right. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, I lived in two cultures in my house. There was definitely a different culture than when I left my house. Right. Now, my parents, I felt like integrated a, a little more than some of the other Hispanic families mm-hmm. for a time. Like they, they started, they went to an American church for a while. Yeah. Then they went to a Spanish church because my mom's, my mom got more out of the language. Mm. And so it was a language thing. Yeah. But there was also a cultural thing there. There was also the way uh, a Spanish church runs differently uh, than an American church. Mm-hmm. 
It, it just does. And, you know, you go to, I can, I know I have many Korean friends and they typically have, even, even when their English is good, have typically gone back to the Korean churches because that's the way they were raised. And, and now they're, they're bringing actually some of their own culture, you know, some of the culture back into that church and it's, it's changing, but there's still that separation, even though there's still not always that language barrier. Yeah. And there's this protection of the culture. And so as me, as a, I've had to deal with this on myself. I don't know how other people feel, but me as myself, mm. I want to break down my culture. And I know that sounds weird. And I know that some Puerto Ricans would be like, what are you talking about? Because my culture, just like my kingdom and my politics, mm -hmm. I feel like I need to put those in the same boat and not try to protect my culture so much that I'm not willing to let it go for God's culture. Because if we think God's culture is going to be the Puerto Rican culture, we're mistaken. Well, I hear what you're saying. Culture, culture by the way, is just a, what we've been raised with. It's really a social construct over time. Right. It really just is. It is. It is. It's man-made. But here's here's the the other side to that, and it's what you said. You know, do Puerto Ricans think that their culture is God's culture? Well, they say Spanish is the language of heaven yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah, and we know that that's uh, <laughs> tongue in cheek. But the point is, <laughs> um, ah, for most people, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But 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 what gets me though is then is the American culture. No, the, no culture is. And, that, and that's the thing. No, and that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to say I don't think the Asian culture, the African-American culture, the, the Caucasian culture, the Puerto Rican culture, the Dominican culture, I don't think any of those are the culture of heaven. Right. Now, I will say this, that it seems like European Caucasian culture took over the church at some point, and that is, I think we've talked about this before mm -hmm. when we talked about this mixing of churches. Right. And has been the more dominant. What would be wonderful is if all these cultures could just meld together and make the God culture. And that right Let there. Let him mold the culture. Correct. So how we interpret the, the word of God is influenced by the culture that we most mm. identify with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's where the biggest challenge comes in. Yeah. Because we're trying, like the Hispanics and the Asians and, you know, the Romanians, and you just go on, the list goes on and on and on, are trying not to lose their culture when they come to the United States. Yeah. But then the idea is the United States is saying, you're here now, you do as we do because you're in Rome. And okay. when in Rome, do as the Romans, right? What do you think of that, by the way? I believe that in an effort to fit in, you know, this is what you're encouraged to do. But the reality is understanding that if America is what it says it is, which is a place for everyone, mm -hmm. then America needs to understand that you have to make concessions too. You know, one of the things that drives me um, kind of mad a little bit sometimes when I'm having a conversation with my girls or my wife, right? Mm -hmm. And I decided I pop into Spanish, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And there are people who are like, hey, we're in America, speak English. Someone has said that to you before? Yes. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, well, I'm not even talking about you. I don't even know you exist right now. Right. I'm talking oh, about something that has nothing to do with that you. That was not Curcio kind right, right there. So, said. so my point is, <laughs> it, it, well, that's just one of my frustrating things. You know, it's like if I want to talk to my family in Spanish, right. I have the freedom to do that. Right. And I'm sorry that you don't speak the language, but yeah. it doesn't matter where I am. I can be on the moon. If I want to talk in Spanish, I'm going to talk to Sp in oh, Spanish. You so, have that right. So, you have that freedom. So, so but my, my, what, what gets me is this concept and this idea, well, no, you're in a new place now. Mm -hmm. You need to come and adapt to us. And, and you know what? We have that in a lot of different places. 
Okay. And I know we've gone way off topic so, so right I'm now pushing. from the no, shooting, no, no. right? I, but I, no, <laughs> that's going to come saying. back into certain things. Right, it's going right, to come right. back. But, I'm going to push back a little bit here. All right, go ahead. Because when I moved to Thailand, I lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. And one of their pet peeves is when people don't go in and try to adapt to them. And does because it's an insult to them. It's like, why are you coming here to bring your culture in? Why why did you move here? Right. But you went there with the purpose. What was your purpose? Well, my purpose was to work at, at a school there. Okay. Well, that's kind of No, but that's what everyone moves to a different country for. They move for a purpose. And that purpose is to reap the benefits of that country or there's something they are trying to make their life better no one goes to another country going i'm going to make my life worse unless they are specifically like being a missionary and they know their life is going to be tough type of thing but the reality is that their life is rough even if they didn't come with that intent because they're coming here to make their life quote unquote better right but you go through the rough experiences trying to make it better you know and but that's going to be everywhere their life was apparently and i don't know many people come you know, right now we have a border crisis. Yeah. Right? Correct. They're coming to make their life better, to get away from something worse. Correct. Right? Yeah. And so obviously there's going to be some trials and tribulations. But to me, I don't understand the fact. So if I went to Thailand and said, hey, how dare you tell me I have to learn this language? How dare you tell me I have to do this or that? That would be disrespectful and thought of like, oh, here's this American thinking he's bringing in his culture. And it's taboo for it to go the other way around. And I don't, I don't agree with that. But you because see, when my parents came in to this country, mm-hmm. right now they were born Americans because they were Puerto Rican, but my father made every effort to learn English so much so that I would speak English with him at home because he was trying to learn it. Right. Yeah. And so he did every effort to quote, quote unquote, fit in. But you're moving to a different place that you have to fit in. Yes. But the difference to me uh-huh. is Thailand doesn't. Uh, advertise that they're a place for everyone. How do you know? Really, PJ? I- really? How do you know? <laughs> I mean, is it we we talk we about how we don't America advertise that? Anyways, we we advertise what it's a- we we. You mean to tell me that America has not said we are the melting pot of the world? We are the place where you prosper. We are the place where you, you know, this is this ah. is kind of. I mean, this is also why why people are kind of. I don't. I mean, ugh, I'm going to be Go for it. not kind here, but we are identified. We Americans mm-hmm. are identified as snobby when we go to other countries because it's like, oh, you think you're better than everybody else. Yes, I right? know. But, but what it gives doesn't, that? What? Where does that come from, though? It's because we go. Listen, when I've traveled, I've traveled to every country. Here's the thing about France. I think French people are rude and whatever. Mm-hmm. When I when I was there, the thing that I heard, it's because Americans didn't wouldn't try to say hello. They just come in and ask for something. Okay. so But here's the difference. You, when you come to America, people are saying, oh, Americans are always so smiley. They smile so much. Are there In the South, maybe? Yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> no but, I'm kidding. Yeah. But they're comparing that to, to, to Europe. When I've traveled yeah, in Europe, yeah. there's not a ton of smiley people out there. They just kind of mm-hmm. go through their day. So I, what I feel like is I don't feel like there is, I really don't feel like there is reciprocity. I don't feel like there is an understanding. Like, yeah, you're going to come here and there's going to be tough times. Yeah, you're going to have to adapt. That's part of moving to a different place. I yeah. had to adapt when I moved because I moved to a different culture and a different place. I could have said, you're not being fair. You're not understanding me. Okay. But it wouldn't have gone far because I moved there. And as someone who moved there. Then right, you live by their rules. Like yes. you give to Caesar what is Caesar's, but these aren't rules. What like like, like rules? at least in my, in my, in my experience, because like, mm-hmm. we're being 
I'm being very specific yeah. with my ex- with that speaking in Spanish in public kind mm-hmm. of situation, right? Um, there's not a rule against doing that. So does it mean that I'm not trying to fit in only because I'm speaking Spanish to my family? Because I, f- I just kind of no, automatically I, snapped into this? Listen, I do think there's a little bit of racism and a little bit of elitism there. But it, what I'm saying is it's not, it's not a United States of America problem. Like, just like I don't think race... Racism is a United States of American problem that a lot of people say this is what this founded this country was founded on. Yeah, it so was, was every other country founded on the opportunity. No, 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 no. Because founded, the people, the people that came here, right, right, they came here looking for religious freedom. That's where it started. Yeah, right. And then it was just the land of opportunity. Like, like this is how it was understood. At least this is how it was taught to me well, yeah. in, in history. Yeah, but, right? but also so, it was founded on, uh, you know, there was a lot of wealth built on slavery. There was a lot of wealth built on taking it away from the Native Americans. So right. There was a lot of other. Yes. There were a lot of other components that took place. And I agree one million percent with you. Yeah. Um, where, what I'm getting at, though, is there are certain things that you can do to assimilate and be a part of in order to quote unquote fit in. Mm-hmm. And you follow the rules to do that. For instance, there are countries where you drive on the opposite side of the road. You're not going to come over here and do that because those aren't the rules. Sure. You know, this is how this country functions. Right. So so I'm saying when it comes to following uh, um, fitting in, mm-hmm. you do that by following the rules of the land that you are in. Right. But then I'm saying but there I, are certain I, nuances, though. Like, like when you're trying to control someone's, um, who they are, like now you're stepping into who they are and what their, um, like what their natural, like their natural tendency is. Like my natural tendency is if I find somebody else who speaks Spanish, I almost automatically snap into Spanish for some reason. Right. Sure. Like, and I, and I don't intentionally do it trying to offend the people around me. Sure. It's just something that naturally happens. Right. So, so what I'm saying is there's a difference between following the established rules of the, of the, of the place that you're moving to trying to find a better, you know, betterment, better life. Right? right. But there's also the whole, you have to do it our way because, now you're here. So because you're here, you have to do it this way. You know, it's it's kind of... But you kind of do, in but, a way. But you see, here's here's the thing, though. Because <laughs> when I was in Thailand, I had to adjust who I was to a certain degree. The way I talked to people, the way I related to them, had to change. And I was still... Fo- even if I was following the laws, there were still different expectations of the way I interacted with me. They sometimes thought... And here's the thing. I'm not known as a bold person in my family. I'm not like the super bold person, mm. but there they thought I was super bold and super. What and I was like, no, I'm just asking for for something. Yeah, and because I didn't do it the like the culturally appropriate way. I wasn't breaking rules. Uh-huh. I just wasn't doing it the culturally appropriate way, and I was looked at differently. I had to learn to be different. By the way, to adapt and to work well with them. Okay, so 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 was that an affront on who I was? No, but but you see, and and this is where the the challenge comes in, mm-hmm. right? And I, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Finish. By the way, we're mm-hmm. a little bit off topic. We know we'll try to bring this back. In. <laughs> All right, and so, I'm not even sure if we're agreeing or disagreeing right now. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But, but but here's 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 my my thinking too. Like, so what happens to the kids of these um, immigrants, right? Because this is this is where it gets dicey for them, mm-hmm. because they're they're now in the middle. Of two cultures, right? Right, and I am an example of this. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea is, I'm being trained in a particular way in my home, mm-hmm. 
because they are trying to hold on to to who we are and how we function right mm -hmm. and then i'm also learning another culture while i'm at school mm -hmm. right and that kind of circumstance or work or, mm -hmm. or all that other, those other components so so then i'm saying what happens now to my daughters who are getting a blend of of what that looks like we're not exactly trying to hold on to much of anything but because the culture was already instilled in us and who we are and we found a way to to coit make them um merge mm -hmm. right now we're moving into a situation where our girls are getting a different experience and we are also adapting based on their experience where we are so the culture still influences how you behave of course but when they're trying to control who you are that's but, a completely but like, like 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 for instance you've heard this story mm -hmm. mexican kids mm -hmm. that their parents are frustrated because the kids don't want to speak spanish at all mm -hmm. because they're like well they don't speak spanish here why why do i need to learn spanish right Right. But then it's like, well, it's going to help you get ahead. It's going to help you uh, develop other uh, um, other abilities mm -hmm. as you as you develop being able sure. to speak two languages or whatever. And, and my point is some of these kids have shared this because their kids at school say, you know what? Stop, stop, stop talking in Spanish. You're in America now. Right. And these are the things that that I'm, I've heard multiple cases of. Right. And to me, it bothers me because I'm saying you're trying to strip this person from something they're being taught that is actually good for them because of in some cases i don't want to you know blanket statement everyone but in some cases because you don't have it and the mentality mm -hmm. is if i don't have it no one should have it and, I, and that's and that's kind of difficult i agree 80 percent. i i do believe though like so if i walked into a room and my mother's very cognizant of this even when alana comes yeah. to visit yeah and I tell her, don't worry about it. Alana understands. She's lived in different countries. She yeah. knows you're more comfortable in Spanish. But my mom is, when when Alana comes, she she mm -hmm. switches from Spanish to English, right? Yeah. And it's not the best English, but she goes into it and she's like, no, 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 it's 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 rude. And it, I understand that concept where if there's two Spanish kids in a room with, you know, ten white kids or African American kids who don't know Spanish and they start speaking Spanish, that could be seen as a little rude. Right. Because you don't know what they're saying and you're kind of excluding them. So I understand that concept and I do understand the concept, this concept as well here, mm -hmm. is the language of America is English. So to me, I do feel like if you come into this country, you should make an effort to learn the language, mm -hmm. right? Right, 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 right. I, I do think that that is important and they're, there are some stereotypes of, well, you're coming to this country and you're not trying to learn. I don't think that's always the case. I don't think that's necessarily the case. But I do think there are some social norms and some social um, things that sometimes we take a little too personally. Okay. Like, understand, I would never tell someone, speak speak my language, you're in America now. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's insensitive. Yeah. I mean, if they were my friend, I'd be like, and I really felt, but I don't feel uncomfortable with it. But if I did feel uncomfortable, I'd be like, hey, can you not? do that i don't understand and i feel like i'm out of the loop that would be the nice way right. to do and, it and that's and i have nothing wrong with that and i also think we should be sensitive and and do our best to include people and not have them felt excluded so sure. so i agree with you one million percent on that right. so so my 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 thing is when people are trying to force other people to lose themselves mm -hmm. because I need you to accommodate to me because I can't relate to what you're doing at the moment. Sure. To me, that is overstepping. Well, that's when you have to have a conversation ah, with the person. I like what you did there. And let's let's bring it back to, to, to the stop. Bring Asian. it back. Bring it back. Try to bring it back to stop Asian hate because um, 
there have there has been discrimination and racism towards Asians mm -hmm. for maybe forever yeah. in America, yeah. right? We've we've had the wars where there was anti-Asian when it was when Japan was part of the war, yep. when when immigrants would come over, mm -hmm. um, you know, stereotypes and, and those types of things. And so now we're kind of dealing with this. It, it's interesting how society has gone. You know, a few years ago we had the the Me Too movement. Yeah. Then we had the, and I I even think that um, Black Lives Matter actually started before the Me Too movement. That's good. Possibly, I, I think it did. And then, and so now we're going down the racial lines, and now there's more coverage towards Asians, and Asians have been targeted. Actually, for a long time, and it's starting to come out now. And I, I have this question for you: Do you think that the rhetoric that was uh, that started with the coronavirus has anything to do with this? I mean, you said you feel like you read something where since the coronavirus attacks have gone up, right? So, do you think that rhetoric of calling it the Wuhan virus or the China virus has has impacted that? I believe so. Okay. It has to because it, even if it did originate over there, which is our understanding, mm -hmm. right? Um, it doesn't mean that it was their fault. No, I mean, they put blame on that. But what I'm saying is, so do you think the average American uh, took that rhetoric and was like, yeah, Asians are bad because of this? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, oh, look, there was a Chinese restaurant, mm -hmm. okay, which I enjoy mm -hmm. that closed as soon as the news started sharing, uh, spreading that the virus began in China. Mm -hmm. So that is already letting me know that these people are like aware. They're open again right now. But 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 the point was they shut down, right? So so the fact that that they were saying their story isn't being shared as much. Mm -hmm. Right? We see mainstream media talking about, you know, uh the shootings of black people and uh African American, sorry. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, well, it, I think black is more inclusive because there could be other people of color that aren't African-American, like Caribbean. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, then no one's really black because if the color black is literal. We understand. Know, kind of we're just using but, but, if, if we're offending someone, please let us know how to correctly say it. I, I don't right. think. That's, it's not the intent. But but my, my, my point is they're aware mm -hmm. that this notion that, hey, this comes from them. Mm -hmm is obviously going to impact the way people see them. Sure. And the behavior now that they showed by shutting down their, their restaurant, and I haven't had a conversation with them as to why they closed, but it's just very interesting that during the, the heap of the attention of where it came from, they shut down. And then when it all started to die down a bit, then they reopened all of a sudden. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say some things about the videos that maybe not everyone's saying, and I'm, I'm a little I don't know. I don't know if this is controversial or not. But okay. I've, I've been watching some of the videos and some of the reports on the Asian hate and showing some of the attacks on someone walking down the street or in the shop or whatever. Mm -hmm. I've noticed something about the videos. Asians are being attacked by all races. Correct. And Correct. it's interesting to me because I've seen several videos where a black person or an African-American has been attacking an Asian on the street. Yep. I have seen one where the white people have attacked them on the street. I'm yep. not saying. So it's interesting to see this dynamic of races between other races, because I, I do believe that the Caucasian American has gotten the brunt 
of yeah. the racist because, well, they started the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, and this is my thing. I know for a fact that Hispanics have issues with other, and I've talked about this before, with other races. Oh, yeah. And even other Hispanics. Even within, yeah, yeah, right. within the race. And I do believe we need to make sure that, I, I have a problem. With, and so here, I'm starting to have a problem. I'm starting to have a problem with us identifying certain groups and I and saying stop this from happening to this certain group. Okay. Because I believe it is happening to most groups. So for instance, we have the Me Too movement. Women and we we you know, women have not been treated fairly in this country. Right. Right. Me Too started in 2006. Okay. And uh BLM started in 2013. Hmm. Okay. So we have the BLM movement. We have the Me Too movement. We have the Stop Asian Hate movement. We have things towards transgender and and gays. Stop the the hate there. We have things towards, I mean, every group can, you know, we had the anti-Muslim ban laws that people were like, hey, listen, you can't discriminate against Muslims. Right. Everyone, I, I even think, the Caucasian Americans have taken the brunt of this. Mm-hmm. I even think even they can say, hey, listen, we're it's it's a little unfair some of the stuff we're being blamed for when I believe everyone is hating everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love it if it was just stop hate. Yeah. I mean, so, so <laughs> and, and I know that there's so much nuance in here, but when I look at it as a, a Puerto Rican, all right, I'm trying to look at it from both sides here. I see the discrimination within my own race towards other races. Yeah. And I realize that my race needs to grow and change. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. When I see these videos of where black people are attacking the Asians and I'm saying, well, that needs to stop. I, I was talking to a, an Asian friend of mine on the phone just a couple days ago. And we mm-hmm. were talking about this and he said that, Hey, he's been noticing that there's tension between the African American country and the Asian and the Asians country and not countries people yeah and part of the reason is they kind of live in the same areas and that there's tension there i saw a instagram post the other day that from a blm person and mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not glumping all of them into this so yeah. i want to make sure that we're aware of this yeah but it said hey, i don't remember the asians fighting for us i'm just saying and mm-hmm. then it said blm so so get this okay and this this is wild i i, I um read this um, quote, mm-hmm. which is unknown author, right. but I thought it was pretty interesting. And um, it said, today in science, we learned that you can never gain cold. You can only have an absence of heat. Mm. And it made me think that maybe hatred doesn't exist and there's only an absence of love. Mm. Mm. And w- what that led me to, to think was of course the text that says because of their wickedness, mm-hmm. the love of man was going to grow cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're we're definitely there. So so <laughs> you know when you're talking about all this hate in all these directions, you know it's kind of it kind of takes me to the to the concept of misery loves company. Mm-hmm. So if we can gang up on a particular anyone or anything, yeah, right, I'm gonna have you feel what I've been feeling, mm-hmm. right? That kind of concept so it 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 just saddens me like i said i was becoming more and more outraged because honestly i didn't know how much asians were suffering Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
you know, as a black man, I I think about my challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I it was hard for me to think about the fact that maybe there are other races that are having similar situations, even though they don't have the same history as African Americans. Right. Right. And 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 this is kind of what takes me back. And again, this is a religious podcast, so it brings us back to this at the heart and the core of all of this is sin. It's the fact that our love is growing cold and we're seeing how it's all playing out right before our eyes. And it's the fact that we're kicking God out, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're, we're turning more and more secular. We're turning away from God more and more. And that's impacting the way we relate to our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's wild. I think we'd be blown away if we spent a day in any other culture's shoes. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. If we spent a day in an Asian's shoes, mm-hmm. I think we we might be blown away at what they experience that we don't understand. Yeah. And I think we could, I, an African-American, if we Same. spent a, a day in their shoes, a Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean. Yes. Or a Mexican, you know, coming from right. South, Central South America. I don't, I, I mean, obviously they're not all Mexicans in Central and yeah, South please. America. Okay. But I'm Thank just you saying for that, up. that <laughs> it's someone from another right, right, culture, right. right. Yeah. And yeah. Someone who looks, looks different. Yes. Yes. And I, I want to, I don't know. It, it's interesting because when you are the minority, you are going to be treated like a minority. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that's something that you need to remember. And, and kind of take take stock of. When I was in Thailand, I was a minority mm-hmm. in a way. And I was treated. I really wasn't actually treated like a minority. I'll be honest. That's with what you. I was going to say. Yeah. I was like, because eventually these people, it seems. No, but there were other cultures that were treated like minorities. So I will tell you this. So when I was there, I noticed this. The Filipinos that came over mm-hmm. were hired a lot because they knew a lot of English. The Filipinos knew a lot of English. Yeah. However... One of the reasons why they hired me was because I knew a lot of English. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. They didn't realize I was Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if they realized I was Puerto Rican, I might not have been treated the same, to be honest with you. I, I did have an American, uh, s- s- I wouldn't say stink, but, you know, aura about me. Yeah, of course. That they're like, oh, this is, a, he knows the right English. He knows the right thing. Or right. he comes from this country that's The perception, more, yes. That's yes, more, yes, their yes, perception yes. was more established. Mm-hmm. The Filipinos were actually discriminated against. That wouldn't surprise me. Right, no, they were, they were what I would relate. So the stereotypical thought of a, what you stereotypically think an American thinks of a Mexican mm-hmm. is the stereotypical thing of what, what I thought the Thai thought of the, the Filipinos while I was there. At and least that's the, that's the way it seemed to me. And again, if the, if the Thais went over to, to the Philippines, you would expect something similar right. to take place. It's because both, both, both feel like they're the top of the ladder. But then, <laughs> but then here's the beauty and the challenge of America. Mm-hmm. An American goes almost anywhere in the world and they are treated with awe. Well, I do think that that's, that's died down lately. Yeah, but I'm just saying that is kind of the reputation, mm-hmm. right? So, so this is what I'm saying. At the same time, mm-hmm. how awesome would it be if in America when somebody else comes from another country, we could treat them with awe and welcome them with open arms. And yes, it is a give and take mm-hmm. where now we're giving and extending grace to these people who are trying to fit into what we're doing 
instead of treating them like a nuisance for being here. And that's what, what I'm trying to get at with these shootings. Like, why is it so hard for us to understand that there is enough for everyone? Well, in the yeah, sense of yeah. in the sense of no, no, I, opportunity. I, I agree with you. I agree. That I mean, in the there. sense of opportunity. I'm not we saying are in the a, sense of extremely rich country. Yes. And that is what I'm getting at. Like there's in it, we can offer and, and be gracious enough with opportunities for anyone and everyone. Is there enough to go around? No, we understand there isn't because this world is broken. Right. But can we show that? Yes. We will give you opportunity no matter where you're from, no matter how different you are. You can still receive opportunity. You can still receive love. And, and I think that that's as, as Christians. Mm -hmm. And now zeroing it down even more as Seventh-day seventh day Adventist Christians, mm -hmm. we should be able to display that. Oh, well, we should be the leaders. We should that's, be the leaders in the clubhouse. Thank you. But our churches, our churches are still segregated. Well, and but I will, I, and, and here's the thing: as a Spanish person, go ahead. Part of the fault lies on my culture. Yes, it's a give <laughs> and take. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And so it's, I want to make it's sure both that, ways. Yeah. It's 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 both giving and both taking, but lording over another race because they are here, and using stereotypes to execute your own challenges in this in in the eyes of you know going back bringing it full circle to the shootings mm -hmm. like you had no right to try to take out your challenges on this asian population like none he had no right to take his challenges out on anyone on anyone right, right. but 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 my but, point yeah, right. is he was obviously targeting, targeting them yeah and i'm saying no what makes you think that you can go ahead and treat another race like this mm -hmm. and this is what where where my pain goes out to them whenever i see injustice i know pj i don't want to speak for you but i know just let me listen to you first and then i'll see if you can speak for me or not <laughs> we will never support injustice towards anyone no it doesn't matter what the race is no and and the point is it, it just breaks my heart to see it happening again right but then it takes me back to the main point that this is not our home this is right. a broken place. Sin has messed it all up. The wickedness is causing our love for one another to grow cold. And it's like, Lord, you need to hurry up and come. Man, d does he ever? I I'm wondering, though, are, are we holding him back a little bit? You know, I, I like to think that that um, based on Not some like text, me and you. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm saying uh, based on text that we've read, you know, that, that we can potentially, um, he hasn't come because we're not ready you know to me my thinking is god has a time no i know god has a time so, I, i'm just wondering as as a general truth i will never be ready i'm no, not i'm not, not dealing no. in this perf, per, perfection before he comes right right, right. no 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 no. I, I i didn't sense that either I, and I, thank you for clarifying yeah, i'm just wondering if as a, as a church we're too comfortable being separate that in heaven do you know what i'm saying say it that in heaven, why would we feel comfortable in heaven when we're not comfortable here? We, we are too comfortable in our own space spaces. Yep. In our own cultures, in our own, in our own 
you know, languages in our own spheres and sometimes with even in our own congregations and our own churches where Adventists are too comfortable with other Adventists. <laughs> Come on now. And, and so, you know, we need to be able to look at someone different than us and say, man, God created them. They're awesome. And that's the point. Right. You nailed We it. need to be like, you know, they're, they're awesome. God created them. I want, I want to learn from them and I want this to be this beautiful symbiotic relationship of, but at the same time, I need to be, I need to personally, I, I don't want to speak for anyone else on this. I really need to be able to not hold on to anything that I have in this world. Like I, mm. to me, the perfect church would be, we come together and I don't even want it to be like, I don't even want it to be like, well, here's what I want to be. I want it to be like fusion food. Okay. Have you ever been to a fusion restaurant where they fuse two different types of food? Like I've saw, I've seen a Mexican Korean one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've been. Yeah, where yeah, they that's take good elements stuff. of yeah, both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And they blend it into this beautiful because that's what heaven is going to be. Yes, it's going to be this fusion of God's creation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And and I go back to the statement that that Asian American representative said. Mm -hmm. I am American too. Yes. And I go back and I say, we are all children of God too. Mm -hmm. It's not just me because I'm a Christian and an Adventist. No, we are all, every human being that is walking on this planet mm -hmm. is a child of God. Yeah. And I think that if we had that vision, if we saw it through God's eyes, we had the opportunity to treat each other better. Right. So anyways, I feel like we need to, to kind of wrap this up a little bit. You did a beautiful job there. We need to make sure that in everything we do, that we are supporting our fellow human beings. Hate and violence, even if you don't agree with someone, is never the option. That's Taking right. freedoms away is never the option. I don't never. care if I don't agree with them. Yep. And... You know, and even, they could have all the excuses in the world. Yeah, yeah. But even when we get into no. some other topics of where people may seem we're going to be a little inconsistent, um, I want you to know <laughs> that violence is never the thing. And as far as the government and civil, I, I don't feel like we have a place in that. That's that's not that's not our place, except for standing up for loving and the rights of other people within the context of the of the civil you know space agreed private private spaces I, I do have a little bit of a different right well that's that's the thing with that yeah. um i i did want to talk about some other thing but we'll save that for another time that'll be maybe a, a clickbait there was a clickbait about asians and names oh that i'd well, like to talk go. about so we can we can preview that for our next one all right sounds and good and then i also have a a donut related Clickbait? Uh, clickbait. Sweet. Yeah, I found I found two passions of mine, clickbait and the donuts. There so you go. That should be awesome. Well, we'd love to, to be in this dialogue. I am actually working on bringing on a, a couple of my Asian American friends nice. uh, that can that can help us process this a little bit. And I'm sure they're gonna have some different thoughts and some some more personal things. And once again, we're just trying to process process this maneuver <laughs> I mean, through this if we if we've oof. gotten something wrong if we if you think we've been insensitive about something please let us know so that we can we can have this conversation diversity on the hill at gmail.com diversity with the c or on instagram right yeah. at diversity on the hill yeah we can converse there as well thank you for listening we love you all 
And I think Curcio is going to pray us out. Let's do it. Loving Lord, we are uh, thankful that we have uh, this platform and this opportunity to just have a conversation. And um, we were probably all over the place as we try to process uh, just how, how sin has marred what you wanted this world to be. But Lord, we just thank you because this world is not our home. Because you came and you paid the price of sin so that you can redeem us, your children, and give us the opportunity to join you in the world that you're preparing for each and every one of us. Until then, grant us patience, grant us strength, grace and mercy, and most of all, love, because love conquers all. In Jesus' name, amen. Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. And PK here. Many blessings. Till next time. Spread love, not hate.